Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Speak LA, the podcast brought to you by Roman Media. Hey Kim. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Jen. Uh, How's it going? It's going good. I'm I'm super excited yeah, about me too. Heidi, Heidi Dean. Dean. I know. Marketing for actors. Yeah. And she's amazing. It's I mean, it's everything I desperately need to understand because God knows I resist social media like the plague. <laughs> so God knows and I know too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, I, I remember in grad school social media was you know, we were talking about it and I just I, I would just get tense, like yeah. thinking about yeah. I don't know what to post or what to do. And yeah. She just she makes it easy. She or makes she makes it, it so, appealing and not scary yeah. and not evil. She makes it like a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So good. So I hope it helps everybody, right? Me too. Including Especially us. you. <laughs> Especially <laughs> me. <laughs> um, so have you do you have anything? Fun? Yeah, I, you know what? I've been doing something lately. I wanted to tell you about actually. Um, it's, it's, get, get get ready because it's about to get very LA in here. Very LA up in here. I've done a couple juice fasts. Do you? Okay, listen. Before you judge, <laughs> I was not judging. I just made a face. Um, so my friend Tom Speziali, who works on a show, he t- was telling me that his whole writer staff does it. Like, you know, once once every couple weeks or something. They just for a day. A day. Yeah. Not, it's not these crazy, like, month-long, all I drink is, you know, I'm not a masochist, right? It's like, <laughs> I, it's like you do one day uh-huh. and you get five juices from, uh, I forget where we get, some, you know, some local juice shop. You're not really hungry and you wake up the next day and you feel like a, you feel like a little butterfly. You feel so you feel so good. You look like a butterfly. <laughs> you look like you've just popped out of your cocoon. You're going to fly out of here with that juice cleanse. It's pretty nice. I never, you know, my 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 Boston persona never thought I would be telling somebody that I did a juice fast, but I did it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> you should put stars up like every time you do for a day. Ooh, I, I mean, you know, I like a, little, it. a little high five. <laughs> Love it. How old were you when you knew you wanted to work in show business? I was 10 when I knew I wanted to do it for a living, and I was six when I knew I wanted to sing and act. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any connections in the industry? No, no. My parents were were both first and second grade teachers, so no connections. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What was your initial impression of Los Angeles the first time you visited? Well, I grew up in Orange County, California, so it may be a little different than your listeners. Um, But for me, you know, it was like an hour away, but it seemed kind of magical. You know, I remember getting the Hollywood Stars map and trying to find Barbara Streisand's house and like (laughs) (laughs) with the Walk of Fame, you know. (laughs) If you had to sum up LA in one word, what would it be? Hmm. Um, I'd say congested. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Perfect word. Congested. Including my allergies when I visit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Heidi, we're so happy to have you. The great Heidi Dean. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited too. We, we've, as many actors can say, we've been hearing about you for years and um, your marketing and uh, social media expertise. And it's something that 
actors uh, often struggle so much with. So we're so grateful to have, you know, a half an hour of your time to kind of just learn from you. So again, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, can you, let's start at the beginning. Can you tell us a little about how you, how you started and how you came to do this kind of work and just your background? Yeah. Cause people always ask me, you know, you know, why do you do social media for actors? Yeah. <laughs> Very specific. But I was an actress for over 20 years. I grew up in, in Southern California, you know, doing the actor hustle. My dad would drive me to LA, you know, every time the pager went off. And yes, oh I, said, I said pager. <laughs> I know my age. Um, uh, so I, I started out there doing voiceovers and, and TV and theater. And then I, I moved to NYU to go to college for acting. And I've been in New York ever since. Um, so that's, that's why actors. Um, I stopped acting after 20 years. I was about 30. And then soon after that, I transitioned to helping my, my husband, who's a Broadway and a television actor and an acting coach, uh, with his marketing and then his social media. And so really, I got started doing social media for actors because I was helping my husband. And he started to get results. And I would say working actors, no other working actors. And it kind of spiraled from there. And I started you know, running social media for name actors. And um, really, it was... It was very enlightening and <laughs> it was a great <laughs> job. Um, but then I made a transition because I started realizing after I had my daughter that, you know, nobody was helping the every actor, as I call them. You know, mm -hmm. if, if you were like a star um, you, or you could afford PR, you had access to information about social media for actors, but there wasn't anybody with, like, with reliable information out there helping every actor and it was becoming more and more important. And so that's how I pivoted from actual day-to-day -day running and acting like people on their social media <laughs> to, <laughs> to, um, to educating. And, um, and that's when I started my, my popular blog, uh, Marketing for Actors. It's the number four. So mm -hmm. every, every actor could have um, that kind of advice and that kind of information. I, I love the, the, I love every actor. I love that kind of yeah, way of, of talking about actors because I, I think, what's been fun for us as we've been interviewing actors and, and, you know, you and your acting career and then you go into social media is just that people always start somewhere. You are every actor when you are beginning at, mm -hmm. and, and you continue to be every actor as you're progressing on because it is kind of part of the profession. So what a wonderful thing to have access to, because I think this is, this is really hard for actors to wrap their, their brains around. Um, was it, was it for you, did you find, because it sounds like you sort of started doing it and then you just got really good at yeah, it really you, fast, yeah. which is amazing to me. For it. Yeah. Just yeah. To, so I have, both side, I have both sides of the brain. So like yeah. I was always very artistic <laughs> and I was also, you know, very good in school and um, I'm very good with just figuring things out. Like my husband calls me MacGyver. So, um, <laughs> so if I, I think, you know, going into marketing and social media, that's kind of how you figure things out is just by doing and trial yeah. and error. So I think that's why for me, it was, it, it just became a natural fit um, where, you know, a lot of other actors, if they just want to act and they're frustrated and don't want to do social media, they don't really want to devote the time to figuring that out, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe they don't have the time to figure that out. Well, what would you say to that actor? I mean, I think that is that, that there are two sides of the brain. And I think 
artsy people can feel sort of like, I hate social media. And I say that with a lot of venom behind the word hate. Like I hate it. That was was tricky for me. Social media was a hard thing for me to kind of wrap my brain around because it is kind of, it is not really about the craft and sort of the soul of, of acting and what you love. So what would you say to that kind of response from an actor? Well, I'd agree because so many actors are resistant to using social. And, you know, I get it because I was, I was them. You know, you're frustrated yeah. because in addition to the new headshots you're being told you ha- have to have or the acting classes or now a website, you have to learn social media too. So I know where it comes from. You know, you start thinking of it as a burden. And, and because of that negative mindset, you start resenting it every time you sign in. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really relate to that. <laughs> So I, I totally get it. And, you know, if this is you, which we know it's you, Camille. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be it's, me. It, instead of looking at social media like an extra thing to do or a burden or a necessary evil, um, you know, I invite you to just look at it as an opportunity because mm-hmm. social media gives you back control in a business that gives actors very little control. And mm-hmm. I I truly believe it's the best time to be an actor right now, thanks to social media, because it can help you build relationships uh, with people you want to know that you never be able to reach offline, Um, or I shouldn't say never, but you know, who it might take a long time to to meet offline. Um, It'll help you stay top of mind with the people you've worked with already. I say that I go on a thousand coffee dates a week, because I do, and it all happens Mm -hmm. on social media, um, because I'm touching base with all these people in my life, Um, but if if I actually had a touch base in person with them, like it would be a thousand coffee dates and I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I wish you could see, we're, by the way, to anybody that's listening, we're on the phone with Heidi since she's in New York. So, um, and I was just about to say both, both Camille and me, I think our, our, our minds were a little bit just blown Yeah, because that's, um, I never thought about it like that. A thousand coffee dates is a really, that's a that's a really powerful way to say it that you that you get to connect with you know because I'm one of those people that I'm sure people that are good at social media like you are really sick of hearing people <laughs> like me be like I just want to connect in person you know and it's like I'm sure you like to connect in person too it doesn't mean uh-huh. you know but the difference is you understand and and as you say have have accepted or embraced or invited I think is the word you used. Um, you know, the idea that it's, it's an opportunity to connect with a thousand people instead of, you know, the, the two I might be able to meet for coffee next week. Exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. you can do both. I'm all for in person because in person is always best, but yeah. you know, do those two in persons every week, but can you connect with, you know, tons of people that you've worked with every single week so you can keep those relationships alive? Cause you guys know this, like really it's the, it's the people you've already worked with that are, that's the, that's the quickest way to booking new work is those relationships and social media helps keep those alive. Um, and kind of on a, not, it's on unrelated note, it's on the same thing we're talking about, but like I hear so many actors complain about like, Oh, I have to have followers or anything. I want actors to look at that in a positive, you know, try to look at that in a positive way that social media allows you to build an audience. Like when could you have done that before? Like, Never. Mm. You would have had to book some huge job. And so now you can actually build an audience for yourself and for the things that are important to you. So causes that are important to you and for content that you want to create. These are amazing things for your career, right? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's. And yeah. And, and, and 
I also, I have one more thing to say to these people, including Please. you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I need it. I need it. <laughs> is that, you know, I can build you up and say that it's like an opportunity, which it is, but you have to know the, like the reality is that the business has changed and it's really becoming part of your job. You know, you could be live tweeting in your next show, doing an Instagram takeover. Um, you may have posting requirements in your contract. It's where the business is and it's where it's completely heading. You know, there's, there's yeah. reasons Julia Roberts finally joined social media, finally joined Instagram and she's been like totally against it. It's because the business is, you know, telling her that's where she needs to be. Glenn Close. Yeah. Why would Glenn Close need to join Instagram? Because she had a movie out, right? right <laughs> yeah, right. She's back, right? So, you know, times are changing. So it's, it's kind of, it's part of your job. So, so you have to remember that as well. But I like what you said about it being a different platform, because I think like, you know, when web series sort of started a while ago and, you know, they're still very big, but when it was just beginning, web series were kind of like the new thing. And that was like mm -hmm. the YouTube platform was just, you know, it almost felt a little bit like the wild west a little bit in terms of like, you know, SAG didn't really know what the rules were going to be around mm -hmm. contracts and all of that kind of stuff and new media and what it's, what it's going to be like, but what an opportunity for actors. And I, I, as you were talking, I was thinking, oh my God, it's the same platform with Instagram or it's the, it's the same way of thinking of it. It's just mm -hmm. now it's like the platforms have gotten bigger for you in order to grow your audience and, mm -hmm. and your brand. You get, to, you get to share your work in a different way. And that's a really great way to think of it. Yeah. Yeah, that is great. I love what you said about building an audience, that we get to build yeah. an audience because that's, as actors, that's what that's what you need. You need an audience. So mm -hmm. what better business to, to use social media for? That's, that's really... And that you're connecting. Really, yeah. I, I sometimes think that you're in this void, but you're not in a void. You really get to connect because it's true when I'm looking at other people's profiles, I'm enjoying seeing their content, you yeah. know? So yep. to, to, to think that you would be enjoying watching other actors' content and that's a good thing for an actor to know. Yeah. Will you tell us, because I'm still kind of a little flabbergasted by this thousand coffee dates a week. <laughs> um, how do you do even online a thousand coffee dates a week? I mean, what does that mean exactly? Well, you need a system. That's, that's okay. the biggest thing. So the biggest mistake I see actors do is they, they, first of all, they hop on social media and they try to join every platform and learn it all at once, you know you know, try to join three platforms and then they're mad and they start hating social media because <laughs> they're not successful. Right. Right. So I, I invite actors, if you're new to social media, choose one platform and set up a system. Um, and there's, there's all different systems that I teach uh, with my clients and my students um, to stay organized and be able to stay top of mind. But I'll give you a couple right now. I'm um, even setting up a system to check your social media every day. Um, first of all, you want to turn your notifications off. Um, unless it's for someone like super important uh, that you want to, you know, have them bother you at all times of the day. Um, <laughs> turn off your notifications and then pick a specific time of the day to check your notifications, to check your messages, to engage with your fans and followers. If you do it all day, you're going to risk getting sucked into the social vortex for hours every day. And then of course, hating social media. <laughs> Camille's pointing at herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Camille, yeah. to help you stay on track, you can even like pair it with a time, um, pair it with a, try, try to choose a daily ritual like your morning coffee or yeah. your lunchtime, or if you're like a regular on a TV show, like maybe you manage your social media when you're in the makeup chair. That's what Carrie Washington does. Or like 
I'm a mom. So if I was still acting, maybe Paw Patrol time or Daniel Tiger time <laughs> is the time I would do social media. Like mm -hmm. when my little girl is watching that 20 minute TV show, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so choosing this time helps you get focused and then setting up systems within that. So like utilizing things like Twitter list. And if you guys link to my YouTube channel, I have like a million videos about like how to set up a Twitter list to organize your contacts. So things like that, like if you can organize your contacts into different categories, you can organize Twitter lists into people I worked with on TV, people I worked with on theater. Um, you can organize your Twitter list into, you know, people I, I connect with on Monday, people I connect with on Tuesday. I mean, you can get really specific about how you want to stay on track with having these coffee dates. Um, and then what Twitter lists allow us to do is just go and click on list on Twitter and only see those conversations. So then I'm only looking at people that I worked with when I did this national tour or people that I worked with when I was on this show. And I'm only seeing those conversations. And I can have a coffee date just with those people. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so having these systems are going to save you time. And because there's no way you can just go to your feed on any platform and, and, tar and really see a targeted view of who you want to engage with. It's impossible on any platform. So you got to use friend list on Facebook. Um, I use saved collections on Instagram or use Twitter list on Twitter. And I'm able to organize everybody I know, my colleagues, so I can just go in and see what they're talking about and not all the other noise that yeah. I don't want to look at today. Yeah, because it can feel like a lot of noise. That it really can. I mean, would you would you recommend? I have I have a couple questions within that. I'll start with the first one. Is would you recommend setting a timer? Like being like, this is my twenty minutes, like you were saying, or my thirty minutes. I will go no further <laughs> over this time. Or you know, what would you? What or would you? How recommend? do you do it? I go in, I, I run my social media, well, I work in social media, so yeah. I run my social media multiple times a day, but, um, and I have a, a very large audience, so right. I used to just start in the morning. That was my coffee time was when I'd, I'd run it, and I'd go in probably a, about 10 minutes, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't put a timer on, but for some people, if you find that you're someone that gets sucked in, then yeah, get, use a timer. You know, your phone, it's all built into your phone. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't, when you're starting out, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself with using a timer when you're trying to create posts because it can, you know, maybe for engagement, but when you're trying to create posts, it does, there's a little trial and error on, you know, creating a, a, a post that's going to, get engagement, especially on a platform like Instagram. So you might want to allow yourself a little extra time just in case, you know, because then I could see the opposite happening of you being really hard on yourself because you didn't get your, you didn't create the post that you wanted to create. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But definitely for engagement, you know, and actually I believe actors, um, you know, who are not content creators, because that takes extra time, can run their social media. Many, most actors, I'd say 95% of actors can do it in 10 minutes a day if you have a system in place. And that's wow. what I teach. Yeah. I mean, I think it's completely possible um, when you have these systems in place. So if I, if I came to you as an actor, let's say, and I knew absolutely nothing about social media, let's just pretend because that's not really true. <laughs> that's, that's not Jen um, at all. That's not me at all. I'm very, very talented in this area. Um, <laughs> and I said, you know, I'm willing to devote 30 minutes of my day to this. I, I feel like that's, that's a, you know, I, I can realistically do that. Where would you, where would you kind of tell somebody to start? Uh, well, at, well, if they worked with me, we would set up those systems, like I said, because yeah. that's yeah. going to, that's going to streamline like all their engagement. But in terms of like, um, creating content, which is where a lot of actors get held up, I would, 
um, I would say, I would tell them to slow down because normally the first thing actors do is they, they go on social media and they feel like they have to post every day or multiple times a day. And they haven't even learned how to create a post that actually gets engagement and they're posting every day on Instagram and no one is responding. Mm. So the first thing I, I always tell them is, you know, we need to focus on obviously quality, not quantity, but really focusing on creating quality content that's going to positively affect your followers' lives that they're going to want to engage with and share, not more content. And this has been huge for me on Instagram, and I've been doing this forever. So (laughs) over the last six months, I've done an experiment on my Instagram. I've stopped posting every day, and I've really focused on content that people are going to want to engage with and content that people are going to want to share. And my following has exploded because of it. And um, let me just, anyone that's on Instagram, take out your Instagram. And if you have a business account, click on one of your posts, like uh, right underneath your post, it's going to say insights. It's going to be like a little blue button. And if you have that business account, you can check your insights under every post. I can see how many people shared my post to stories. Um, And why did they share it? They shared it because I, you know, it was a quality post that invited conversation. So, and think about it. If I have a post that gets shared 40 times to stories, which one of my recent ones was, think about the new audience I just got in front of. Mm-hmm. That's 40 people that shared my post because I wasn't just focusing on like getting a post out every day. I was like really focusing on like telling a story and, you know, connecting with people and having a conversation. And that's what's been happening. It's like I've been you know, focusing on posting less often, higher quality, and engaging more with my audience. And it's made a whole different difference, a big difference. And the same thing on Twitter. I love Twitter. Twitter is actually my favorite. And I get really great engagement on Twitter. When the world right now is like, I get no engagement on Twitter. I get really good engagement on Twitter. They're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I hear hear everyone like complaining, like engagement's dead on Twitter. I was like, well, that's because you're treating it the same way you did 10 years ago. And it's not the same platform, you know? Um, But I've cut back there Mm -hmm. too. And so I'm getting more retweets. Retweets equal a bigger audience, you know? So really like start small. Um, It was kind of a long way to explain start small, but really focus on um, posting less, higher quality, and then engaging with your existing audience. That's where I see most people make the mistake. And even if you're just starting out, you have an existing audience. Because when you connect your, you know, your contact book, it's going to connect people that you already know, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're using hashtags, you're going to get some new followers right away. So engagement is king. Like engagement with your comments, your direct messages, your notifications. Actors are so fast to try to find new people to grow a bigger tribe that they neglect their existing followers. And they forget, like, you have to care about your followers before they ever really care about you. And if you, they can remember that, like, I have a shirt that says, um, give more, grow more. And it's like how I run my social media. I know the more I give to my followers by, you know, by engaging in conversation with them in the comments, responding to my direct messages, the more my, my following grows. It's they're more likely to share my stuff when I'm treating them like a human being, you know? Um, so, so that's what I would say, you know, set up that system and post less often, higher quality, and then give to your existing followers and potential followers. And that's going to make a huge difference. You're going to see more success faster than, than any other actor. If you focus on those things. Would, would you recommend that an actor get on all platforms right away? Or do you recommend maybe there's just one that they gravitate towards and they can just stick to that and really grow that, you know, that following on that particular platform? 
Yeah, well, I recommend that like the the major platforms, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and if you, if you can actually grab your name, so if you have like a uncommon name, grab your name everywhere, but you can always like just put a little marker that says, you know, I don't play here. I, you know, I'm really over on Instagram because you never know when your career is going to like, where you're on a show that everyone's live tweeting. So now like being on Twitter could be really helpful or like something may happen and like everyone's talking about you on Twitter, but you don't have an account and now everyone's making accounts. What was it? The Fiji water girl. She was all about Instagram, but like, I think she didn't have a Twitter account. So like, right. <laughs> so, like you never know, like just grab it because something yeah. may happen where like, then you're at least collecting fans. Um, but I do think like really focus in on start with one definitely and really look at like what are your goals instead of like choosing a platform based on like where your friends are like what are your goals for your career so like do you want it because every platform is going to help you reach them differently like you don't want to just use a facebook page if your biggest goal is to like meet new people in the business because you know good luck with that unless you want to pay a bunch of money in ads <laughs> you know right. um, you know but instagram and twitter allow us to do that you know, but if you're using social media to like organize and stay top of mind with the people you already know, then, you know, all of the platforms are going to be able to do that. Or if your career is at a certain level and you're on a show or you're in a show, um, you know, that might dictate where you are. Maybe the demographic of the show, or like I've said before, you might be live tweeting on one or might have to do an Instagram story takeover on another. So your Facebook page may not actually be serving the goals of the show, you know? So it's really, it's different for every actor. So I can't just tell you like all actors should be on this platform because it really is different. But yeah, choose your networks based on your goals. Start slow and learn one at a time. I love start slow. I, I have a question for you. I love, I love the um, quality over quantity. I just love that. I love that idea. Um, and it makes so much sense to me. And I love the idea, like what you've said about, you know, to, to give, to give your followers something and, and you run a business, we run a business. So, so to me, that makes a lot of sense for our business. And mm -hmm. I'm sure it makes a lot of sense for your business. Um, if I'm an actor though, and I'm not necessarily, you know, posting things that are things that, that people need in terms of a business model like what would, what would, so if I'm, if, if I'm not on a show, so I'm not sharing stuff about my show and I'm, you know, kind of just starting out, what kind of things, you know, would you sort of encourage me or, or lead me towards in terms of posting to have it be something people would want to see? Um, like what's the content? That, yeah. What's the that, content that, yeah. that focus in the content? That's a great question. It's a great question. Cause it's the thing that most actors don't do correctly. They, yeah. they've yeah. been told, Oh, I'm on social media as an actor for my business. Cause this is show business, but right. then they only post about their acting career. And like, first of all, you're going to run out of content. Cause even like the biggest actors in the world don't work all the time. So right. you're already setting yourself up for failure, but like you should be giving us a well-rounded view of who you are. You know, it's not, it's not just about your life on set. Cause that gets really old. You know, we want to have, we want connection points. Your, you know, your fans and followers, they want to know like about your latest booking, but they want to know how you're just like them. And when you really look at those actors that are like rock in social media and it sounds like a bad pun, but like the rock, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, busy Phillips, like so many people like that, like they don't just talk about their life as an actor. 
they talk about, you know, we know about their family, their dogs, like we know about things they struggle with. And those are connection points because especially, and this is going to become even more and more important um, now that, you know, it's not just major networks anymore. We got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. It is going to be harder to, to become a recognizable actor in the years to come. And, you know, when, when your show is over on Netflix, like, you know, well, why are those people going to continue to follow you unless it's like some cult, you know, cult show? Like, why would they stick around if like they were just there for behind the scenes? They're going to stick around because they care about your story. They want to know about you. And so when you're just posting about behind the scenes, you're going to lose followers eventually. So that's the biggest place to start is um, I always do this exercise called putting the me in your social media. Um, it's a place everything starts with my clients and my students, um, no matter what class you take. And really, we do this big exercise of trying to figure out everything that makes you awesome and then also figuring out like what you're not um, – you're not willing to share right now because that's important too, to set social limits. And most of these things are not acting related, you know? Um, so that's really important to know. Um, also, I would say in terms of giving, because um, you, you were talking about that, like actors, yeah. like maybe they don't know what to give. A lot of actors are approaching their social media backwards. So I look at social media like a telephone, not a megaphone. And actors, a lot of times with their projects, um, they're approaching it like a megaphone. Like, look mm. at me in this, look at me in this, look at Please. me in this. Instead of treating it like what we're doing right now, a telephone conversation, you know? It's, yeah. you know, I'm talking a lot more in this one, but, you know. <laughs> we want you to. Uh, yeah, we yeah, should. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's about, social media is about conversations. It's a dialogue. Yeah. And when you start making your posts a conversation, um, you can actually post about your bookings more, um, you know, all the time. But also, like, you're taking the focus off yourself. Like, so your posts are no longer about, like, me, me, me. They're a, a we. And we can do this so many ways. Like, we can, if you ever feel like you're posting too promotional or, like, you're making it all about you, you're not, like, giving enough, you know, you just take any post and, like, turn it into a question. You know, ask them what they're going to think is going to be on the show. Ask them, like, what am I thinking in this picture? Um, you can make your call to action a question. So like at the end of the post, it could be like, what do you think? You know, has this ever happened to you? Are you with me? I do this on Instagram all the time. You know, what did you do? Can you relate? So when we make it a, a conversation, we're always giving, you know what I mean? We're, we're always giving because it's always about them. It's not just about us. So I think that right there is really important. I love that. God. I've loved everything, and I do too. You look like you have a question. I do have a question. I ask have, it quick. We're almost out of time. I know. I know. <laughs> I have so many. Um, I just want to take what you just said just a little further, which I think is quick. But um, for for people that are, because I I get the concept of like how you're sharing yourself, but I think a lot of actors would be like, how do I know? Like, what am I picking to share? Like, there's a. I think there's a private quality to a lot of people um, who are artists as well, that even though we're in this public arena and we're, that's our profession, we're also private people. So what would you say to that kind of like how to begin when you're sort of nervous about when you're like, I don't really know what to say. I mean, I know, I know the things that I like, but I don't even know how to kind of jump off the ledge to begin. Well, first of all, I think you got to be 
I kind of alluded to this um, in the last question is like, you got to be really, I think what the most important thing is knowing what you're not comfortable with talking about. And this Mm -hmm. isn't just on social media. Like these are the same things that you wouldn't be comfortable talking about, like on a late night show or on the red carpet or at a networking event. Like you need to know what is part of your public persona and what right now isn't. You know, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's who you love, where you worship, who you vote for. Like, these are things you need to decide ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then it makes social media much easier when you've like really defined these things ahead of time. I call Mm -hmm. these your nanyas. These would be the things if you were like on a late night show and they said, they asked you the question, you'd say nanya business. So you need to to define your nanyas. You know, it's Mm -hmm. super, super important. And once you do that, then you start to see what's important to you. You know, like I said, I we write down like everything, strengths, weaknesses, hobbies, things that make you, you, then you can really actually see, okay, great. I can, I can post about this, or this is something that I'm really passionate about. Like maybe you're a vegan or animal rights. Like these are things you can post about, you know, or maybe um, think about the different values that are important to you, family values, your relationship. These are all things people, if you can, if you can build a brand around values um, on social media, you will connect to everyone. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so like if, if you are comfortable talking about your family or, um, you know, family, it could be faith, depends, it's up to you, family, faith, uh, relationships, these are all values. And um, it really does help you connect to people. So I think that's as far as I can go into that question without yeah, yeah no, that's minutes, great. You know? <laughs> no, no. But you know, I what I think is great about what you just said is that it, it makes you a better actor too, to just look at yeah. those qualities. So it's all everything you're saying just works so well with integrating that artistic side within the social side, the social media side that the two different brains. For sure. Yeah. Heidi, yeah. people want to work with you one-on-one. How do they, how, what do they, where do they find you? Um, well, you can go to marketingforactors.com. It's the number four. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the best ways to work with me are actually my online classes. Um, okay. It sounds funny, but most of my online classes have some kind of access to me. Like they're, you know, my number one goal is that people learn how to use social media. So like when you take a class with me, there's normally check-in points throughout the entire class where you can check in with me on Instagram and show me your work or check in with me on Twitter. So I can actually like cheer you on and like make sure you're, you're, you're on the right track. So, um, so you can find out information about both of those on my site. Um, and I have something cool coming up in a couple weeks. It's a huge, um, free five day Instagram challenge for actors. Um, And if you're on my email list, you will hear all about it. Um, It's like five days of free training with me and like free Facebook lives. It's going to be really awesome. Um, And so if you go to checklistforactors.com, you can sign up for my list and get a 30-page social media ebook. And then you'll hear about this this challenge. Or if you don't hear about it because you're listening to this a year later, you'll hear about something else awesome. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's great. I love that. Um, in closing, we'd love to ask if you'd share an LAism with us, something about LA that you have noticed is unique to our great city, to La La Land. <laughs> well, I do a lot of traveling, like all over the country, and the one thing I've, I've realized, like that, well, it's I guess it's a LA SoCal thing, is that we refer to our freeways with the in front of them, like you're not driving. On we do. And it's really not like that anywhere else that I noticed in the country. It's not. And I'm not even a native Californian. And now when I go other places, I do it. Like I go to Boston (laughs) and I'm like, is it on the 
the Route 28, and they're like, what are you talking about, <laughs> <laughs> weirdo? <laughs> I know, I still do it, and I've been in New York, what, 21 years now, so, yeah. Now, if somebody listening, now you know my age. Now, I've, yeah. I've given you all the pieces to know how old I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you look like you're 15. Um, <laughs> I'm, That's 30, perfect. I'm 39. Okay. Whoa, I love it. I love it. I love Looking it. Looking good. Love a girl who owns her age. Thank good you. for you. Thank you. I have to oh, now because yeah. I look good. <laughs> um, Heidi, thank you so much. This, was, this is this has been incredibly helpful to me. I, I can only imagine how helpful it will be to so many. So Oh yeah. What a wonderful way to look at this. Yeah. I wish I had known. Long, long, long before all that ago, complaining. Before all my complaining, <laughs> Heidi. Well, now you can now you can stop your complaining. I'm not going to be. Try. Like, I can't complain and anymore. It. And embrace I'm, it. Not, I'm gonna embrace it now. I'll have your voice in my head. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was great. Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA the podcast. We know you have big actor dreams, and we really want to help you. For more insider tips on the LA film and TV industry, go to ispeakla.com and subscribe today. And of course, look for us at all the regular places, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you next time.